G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or non-locally <laughs> overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the GOSS. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at aussieenglish.com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, Get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit, I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird, and let's get into it. Dad, how's it going? Welcome Good, back. Pete. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Apologies. Where for those who haven't listened to the previous couple of episodes that we've been recording oh, that was using weird, the yeah using the new technology, I was mm -hmm. about to apologise for what Pete just did. Yeah. That we're wearing <laughs> uh, remote mics that are lapel attached, so they're right below the beer drinking orifice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say beard drinking orifice. <laughs> beard and drinking orifice. Hard yes. to drink a beard. Yeah, so this was a cool story. The amazing Victorian time capsule, 135-year-old message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. Thank found you. in Edinburgh, so Scotland. Yeah. The thing that blew my mind, so they have this photo in this of a very old bottle mm. um, below a wooden floorboard that's yeah. been cut it's through. Great, isn't it? It looks like it's been framed. Yeah. But it turns out oh, no, these the person the plumbers literally dug oh, through and went through and it was oh, right there. Look at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you couldn't have done it better. Mind you. That's we see the aftershot. Mm -hmm. He probably was digging through. And went, oh look, there's a bottle cork or something yeah. in there. But it, yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. So um, a rather incredible discovery occurred in Edinburgh, Scotland, where a woman found a 135 year old message in a bottle under her floorboards. Everything started in October 1877, when two local workers left a note under the floorboards at Morningside Villa. The message was placed in a bottle and left untouched until now. When I don't know how you would say this name. Is it Elith? Ailith? I don't know. It's one of these um Gaelic spellings. Yeah. Ailish. Ailish, you reckon? Ailish Stimson, a mother of two, found it in her morningside home in Edinburgh. I can't imagine living in a country where the buildings in which you live are hundreds of years old and have the potential to have those sorts of things just yeah. around under the floorboards and the walls, you know, because yeah. anything well, we, in Australia the first, isn't the really first house, that Yeah, but the first house that we, your mum and I lived in, mm -hmm. um, we were only renting it, so we weren't going to be digging the floorboards up. Was this back um, in the 40s? Back in the... Yeah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, that house was, at the time, when uh, that house would have been 90 years old when we yeah. were living there. 
Well, I guess, yeah. So, when yeah I was well, living... certainly houses built in the 1850s and 60s in Australia that are still around. Well, how old would the one have been that I was living in on Dryberg Street in North Melbourne? That would have been 1880s. Really? That old? 1880s to 1900. Okay. It's, it's end Crazy. of Victorian era. Yeah. It was not Edwardian. They built mm-hmm. a different style of place. Then. Jesus. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. But it was interesting. So they, they, they got the plumber in. He... um cut through the floorboards and yeah. was created a bottle. with a bottle that had a rolled-up message With a note in it. So what do the notes say, Dad? Have you the got note says, funny? hang on, I've got to try and... It's handwritten and scrappy. So. Oh, I've got the thing in front of me here, uh, the message. It says, James Ritchie, John Grieve, laid this floor but did not something or other, something or other. Drink October the whiskey. 6th, yeah, October the 6th, <laughs> 1887. Whoever finds this bottle may think our dust is blowing along the road. Now, that's how pretty, that's esoteric well. and existential is that? I can't believe you can read that. Like yeah. that's, uh, you, you sit there and go, yeah. what am I going to write? And this is the question when I suggest this story. <laughs> this is the question I'm going to give you in a minute. But what am I going to write for something? I'm going to stick this note in here and go, our ghosts are still here. Yeah. Like, yeah, our dust will be blowing down the road. This is <laughs> uh, That's highly existential for somebody to put... Yeah. As a note in there, like they're assuming that somebody is not going to find this until well after they're gone. Well, they would be uh, waiting for the house to be demolished. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I guess it's one of those things where you often look back in the past and think that people didn't have the same kind of existential thoughts or mm. feelings or conversations that we have today. But you forget that you know they were grappling with the same kind of things with mortality and yeah. you know the, the shortness of life and everything. So the the question I and I can't remember the, the whether the whole article I don't think it does go into who these dudes were, but oh you, it does it says that they were um, two men registered as living in the New, Newington area by the same names in the eighteen eighties so they found the men yeah I think but, they were just workers yeah of some kind so the question is they were not living in this house this is yeah. not the gay couple secret gay couple living in there as they were about to you know, build our, ho- our our living home, we'll put it in here. These were the two workers who were building the floor mm-hmm. on this house, obviously, and went, hey, this would be a cool idea. What do you reckon? Hey, Jimmy. Yes, Johnny. Let's put this wee bottle in here with a note in here. What yeah. can we possibly say that'll <laughs> fuck with their means in a hundred years when they find it? Well, it makes you wonder if people Apologies to my Scottish friends and relatives for my really bad Edwardian, Edinburgh accent. It makes you wonder if people are doing that today and if and if and when people will find it in the future. I guess they're probably doing it digitally more so than um, yeah. physically well, like that. But. I can't remember, were you, at the, you were at the primary school, but you can't probably remember it happening. But mm-hmm. when I was the president of the primary school that you went to, mm-hmm. um, there was a time capsule. Yeah, time capsule put in, and I think it was put in for 25 years or something, yeah. so it's probably coming up soon. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, kids designing things and putting it in and what message do we want to send and so on. But that's the question I had. If you were going to put a time capsule somewhere, mm-hmm. what would you put in it? I suppose it's dependent without if preempting yeah. your answer. It's dependent on the context and mm-hmm. where you're going to put it and why. But you're... Building a house like these guys were, mm-hmm. whether it's your house or something, what message are you going to send that you're expecting to be found <laughs> in a hundred years' time? I know it's one of those things you ask them questions so that they get an idea of what so you're wondering. Like, the have, butler have did it. Mars Go yet? find him. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Is, this, is Elon Musk eternal yet? Yeah. <laughs> did he, did he, find the did he get to Mars? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I guess that would be kind of superfluous, but it would be funny. I don't know what you would. I feel like they're kind of. 
I'd probably be thinking more about what can I leave that'll be interesting to the people who find it. You know, yeah. Whether or not it's in a physical mm. message, I'd probably leave something like put an iPhone in there. <laughs> you know, buy a brand new... With, with a battery charger. Yeah, buy a brand new iPhone with a battery charger. Because <coughs> I, you, you think there's, they're everywhere at the moment, but how easy is it for us to find a Nokia 3310 or whatever, 3210 or whatever they were from the 90s, right? I imagine they're still floating around because they were pretty They've popular. actually just been reintroduced. Yeah, but the yeah. original ones, right? I know. Especially yeah. in mint condition and with... You Annie's know. little purple one that she had. And know. I think that's one of those things when we think about Roman times or even, you know, indigenous cultures around the world. When we think about the past, a lot of the time what we would like to have, besides obviously their thoughts and what they were, you know having conversations about is the physical objects that they were potentially using or interacting with, yeah. you know, and, and a pristine mint conditioned version of whatever it is. So yeah, stuff like that. I don't know, maybe what are your concerns? What are you worried about at the moment? Like my biggest issue yeah. at the moment is housing. It's fucked. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm worried about uh, if I'll Did ever be Donald able to Trump ever go to jail. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you, if, what would you leave in there that would be funny? Do you think? Like it, this, a practical this joke. story, I, I love yeah. this. It's so but cool. Besides that, because if you, it's, if you yeah. leave an object in there that would make yeah. them laugh or make them think about what the fuck is this? Uh, you know, would you leave maybe a, a CD? CD. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, something and be like, yeah, hopefully you can work, that the answer to life is on this CD. Good luck. You know? Yeah, it's on this. <laughs> you don't even put CD. Can you find something to use yeah. it? Yeah, although I suspect that there's almost nothing that we could do now that in a hundred years' time, people wouldn't instantly be able to work out what it is. Mm-hmm. Because even... I think there'd be plenty of things that you could show me from a hundred years ago. And I'd oh, like, yeah. Oh, I agree. That? I agree. Yeah. But fast forward a hundred years, even now, um, you, you can grab your phone, mm-hmm. take a photograph of something, post that in a yeah. search to Google, and it'll tell you what it is. Well, I guess... And that's, that's, that's the difference between them, yeah, having access to technology that can tell them what it is, or if they could just look at it and see. Yeah, is, yeah but that's but, but, that, but what's the how how is this technology going to go in a hundred years? Yeah, what at what point are they going to be where they just don't understand what something was? Yeah, um, and because they yeah, you know, I can't fathom what the world's um, information collection and retrievability is going to look like in a hundred years' time, but <laughs> but you're right. What sort of yeah? You know, what object would you you know you put in there? I was thinking about this a while ago, <laughs> uh, totally independently of this, of just sort of bizarre things that are so familiar to us now that are just different. Uh, a white tennis ball. Yeah. Uh, you mean as in you that's look what at they it, used to use? Yeah, you look at that. You you look at me like you know, looked at me like what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> they're green. <laughs> they're, they're, they're lime green. They're yellow. They're, they're this bright lime green color. Uh, but you know, I grew up with tennis balls being pink. Yeah, really. Yeah, they're actually white. But we used to play on clay courts, so uh, you'd play with them for five minutes, and they were this sort of light pinky color. Um, so yeah, the, the, those sort of weird things where you go, you'd, if I showed you one of those, you'd go. Was this specially made? Like, mm-hmm. what? What is? This? What's this? Not real. Uh, so yeah, one of those sort of things of you know, what could you put in there? I don't know. I, I asked the question ambitiously that you might be more intelligent than me, which we know is true. But I would always, you come up with something? That, one of those things that I think about quite often is how much can. how much of a person's how much someone in the future will actually give a shit about the past because it's one of those things. And I imagine that it was like this for people that wrote this note, where they're probably thinking. They live in the present when it was 1877 and they're probably like, who gives a shit? No one cares. It's not mm. special. 
but we look back now and think, wow, it was so different. This was so interesting and blah. And I, I wonder how much it would be like that where we feel today that, well, there's not really anything interesting that we can mm. instantly pull out and share with the future. Or the what are these guys going to do? Here's mind. a hammer. Yeah, exactly. And funnily Whoa. enough, their hammer from 1877 would look pretty much identical to the hammer that we use, mm-hmm. except that now the cheap ones have got fiberglass handles. The expensive yeah. ones have timber handles still. Like, well, have you, you seen know, those um, surgical tools from the Roman times yeah. compared to the modern ones? Yeah. And you're just like, what? We worked it out that long ago. I know. It's I like, know. yeah, we needed a few basic we things needed a to small cut sharp and thing. hold things open. Yeah. yeah. And to prod yeah. stuff. Yeah. I know. And, it, it, and that's the thing that I, I find amazing. These guys just got it. Mm-hmm. There was nothing that they could say yeah. other than something existential. Like, it'll be our dust blowing down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're still here. Yeah, I feel like it's, I would it's, it's try genius. And, I would try and mention someone, right? You know, being like, hope, hoping the person who finds it can look the person up or find out about them, or or it's someone famous. Be like, someone. I once met so and so, and he was a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he was a horrible human being, or something. Or like, yeah, yeah it turns out this guy was right. Or yeah. like, you know, yeah, or is, <laughs> are you guys still listening to Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. <laughs> Is there new music or do you guys just keep yeah. listening to the old stuff? That's Does right. ACDC. Who's the new Taylor Swift? I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'd love to ask you guys something, but I'm, I'm dead and don't care. I'm dead and don't care. I'm never going to know what your answer is, but I'd really want to yeah. find out. I don't know. It is one of those things where I feel like you probably could never work out what the future is going to want to know or, or what know. would be the ideal thing yeah. because the, the time would come and yeah. it would be something you'd yeah. never have realised. I know. And that's what these guys got it. Yeah. There's nothing we can say that is going to improve your lives except giving you an insight into yourself. Have that you seen, you're, I think there's something I remember reading about Roman, the Roman era where they would have wells that people would throw kind of curses into. So they would have issues with neighbours or so-and-so yeah. and they would write it on a piece of clay or yeah, a, whatever. You, yeah. yeah, the neighbours are And dickhead. your cat. The neighbour didn't pay me for so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, go screw yourself. And they would chuck it in the well. And so now they've they found one of these places and dug them all up and then got all these like bitchy notes from Roman times where people were complaining about, you know, so and so's neighbour had an affair with my wife and I hope he dies, you know, and throw yeah, that he into did. Yeah, That's it. I think that is always one of those things for me, at least looking back in the past, it's when you get the day to day conversation or life or thoughts mm. or feelings or emotions that you often don't get. You know, it's one of those things when I was doing a lot of reading about Australian culture and history from the initial settlement period. Yeah. You read that diary by Watkin Tench, right? The oh, first it's, diary it, it's amazing. About yeah. colonization of Australia because he yeah. came If you guys can find week. it and you want to have his... Tim Flannery republished it. So yeah. It's out there. Yeah. Watkin yeah. Tench Watkin is his Tench. name. Yeah. He was but a lieutenant in he, the first fleet. Yeah. And he uh, obviously was, you know, probably one of the few people on the fleet that was literate um, and could write. Because mm. I imagine even the officers or the other people, soldiers... Well, the officers could, but the soldiers yeah. wouldn't. And so he was sort of being illiterate. sitting down yeah. and writing, you know, about the occurrences like the spearing of mm. Arthur Philip, right? And so you get to... But just day-to-day stuff, what it was like walking up the muddy yeah. street in yeah, the exactly. Sydney That Cove sort of stuff and... is ironically really precious where I think at the time you would think it's something so mundane. Yeah. Why would I share that kind of thing? Why would anyone care? But I think that would be the thing maybe you would share with... Mm. I mean, it probably requires a lot more than just a single note. To do it justice. It does, yeah. Um, but see, in, in, it is interesting because in his case, he was probably one of two or three people who were actually recording 
yeah. daily life. Who else was doing it? Well, I'm going to assume Arthur Phillips' journals. I haven't read them, but yeah. his journal, his journals would have been much more around the management yeah. of the colony. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas what Content is about events and daily activity. Do you think? To sorry to interrupt you. The thing I would kill for is to have a convict's daily diary. Yeah. So and so is a fuckwit. This person I've got a crush on. Yeah. This guy robbed me. The gossip of this, like all yeah. the interesting. And the really of- good rum can be found at number yeah, two exactly. in the basement. That <laughs> I would kill. For- it is funny. It's kind of like I think it's the reason daily we- life we watch soap operas. Yeah. And all the bullshit about drama between different people. But I think if you could go back into the past, quite often because we don't have access to that, we don't mm. associate the two and don't think about those things happening. And I think. You know, it's why we love things like Pompeii, the where you... Yeah, it literally have, is that frozen moment in time. Yeah, you have yeah. food that's still on plates, you yeah. know, people's excrement still in the toilet, dead people holding their most precious belongings that, yeah. you know, they were running down the street with when they died. And so, you have all of this information that you... that never really gets left to the future, right? And so, I think that sort of stuff would really interesting... would really interest me. So, I think... What would I leave? Probably a diary, right? If you could find just a, an average person's diary with drama in it, and if, especially if they had one that they wrote in on a regular basis for a, a significant amount of time, if you could put that in a time capsule, yeah. I think in, whether the person was important or famous or not, I don't care about, but if they wrote, like Anne Frank's diary, right? Yeah. Like she was a 14-year-old girl, but in the middle of a circumstance that was just horrific, mm. and yet this, the reason the diary is so good, she writes so well, but it's about what was going on on a daily basis during yeah. that period, yeah. right? That was so And it's personal. Yeah. It's not a historical, political statement. No. It's just, this is my life that, it's that. for a period of months. I think it's and, knowing, knowing yeah. that other people are human and experiencing the same sort of thing as you are. Because, like, Julius Caesar, you know, I recently saw that they've opened up the temple where he got stabbed to death yeah. in Rome. And it just blows my fucking mind. Like to think that you can now go to Rome. I mean, stand on the steps and stand where he was stabbed to death, yeah. and and think you have a connection to that period in time. Like that was such a significant moment in yeah. our in Western culture and Western history. You know, it must be like what it's like for Muslims to go to Mecca and think about um, Muhammad. You know, yeah. or or people to go to Israel and be thinking about Jesus or whatever. Like these these figures that are so significant, and to be like I've gone there. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine, yeah, having like you know, if you had Julius Caesar. Like the the writings of a who what's his name again Marcus Aurelius is it yeah his his thoughts like I need to go back and read those but that sort of stuff I find you know really precious I would kill to have a diary from an Aboriginal person from a thousand years ago <laughs> like if you could find out what what was your daily life like tell me about the the mundane you know see for them what is it it's like not living mundane. what is yeah. it like living in a clan. With all of your closest friends and family, 24-7, it's like Big Brother all the time. Yes. You know, like- <laughs> But nobody you- <laughs> ever gets voted out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they do, but permanently with yes. a rock to the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys manage conflict like that? Like, I would love to know so much more about those sorts of things. I feel mm. like that would be the really precious stuff more than, you know, objects, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You think that's- Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking stories. about- Stories. Yeah, stories. Yeah. yeah. And that it is that- because um, the interest that I have have had for a long time and still have in family history is once you get the you know, birth, marriage, death dates and where they lived, if, you, if you're lucky enough to get where they lived, it's 
what was going on in their daily life. Yeah. Uh, unless you find somebody famous, then it's interesting to sort of link into that and you can sort of interpret that. <laughs> and you've got lots of that in your family, um, not in my side, in your mother's side, <laughs> your highness. Only just, only took you guys like a decade yeah. of digging. <laughs> well, you know, your mother finally got there. Yeah. And for those, yeah, the, the aside here is that um, Peter is the 20th cousin of the late Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, one well, of the 21st cousins of King Charles. No, yeah, your son and daughter are the 21st yeah. cousins of King Charles. So. You can go back and listen to Mum's episode with me. I can't remember what number it is, but I chat to my mum, Jo Smithson, about our family history and who we're related to, yeah. what she discovered, and it was pretty interesting. Because, yeah, as soon as you get into the royal line, yeah, you're then there's, related there's to all obviously, these great yeah, people. Yeah, there's lots of documentation yeah. about Edward the I, who is yeah. the, the first yeah, or the last person um, the royal that you are directly descended from. Mm-hmm. Um, all the others are you know, associates, but um, but yeah, that that sort of yeah, you know, what was life like for the people who were living here mm-hmm. um, and at that time? Uh, because the personal stories, yes, you get now even today we can go back a hundred years and read newspaper articles mm-hmm. and those sort of things, but they're. Yeah, you read an obituary of somebody and you go, well, that's a snapshot that somebody else is writing about someone and they're never going to tell you the day-to-day uh-huh. stuff. It's go, yeah, Pete was a lovely guy. Yeah, everybody loved him. Yeah, he's an asshole, really, but we can't <laughs> say that in the paper. Um, whereas if you get the, uh, here's Pete's diary. Well, I think um, if this is a guys, year in the life of Pete. If these guys had left a little longer kind of note in the bottle and it had been like an anecdote yeah. of like, confessing to something they did at school back in the day, you know, just, I had to, sh- like, it's My James, sister who's, it's who, James who and John confessed here. to steering the, the Fredo frog, the yeah, little exactly. chocolate frog. And, yeah. and um, James and John here, we were in class of 1853 yeah, and, um, you know, Miss Edwards is now yeah. dead, but it was us but who stole we, it. But we knocked the vase off the table. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it. Miss X. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. That would be, I think, you know, Hilarious. I feel like mm. something like that where you just like. And Miss X's great grandchildren <laughs> go, she talked to me about that. Mm-hmm. Imagine being able to make someone laugh 135 years from now. I know. You know? <laughs> I know. Well, I'm sure Billy Connolly joke would do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you put in, a Billy Connolly joke. How much, how much, do you, I forgot to mention his, um, his joke about dogs in the dog shit episode oh, that we did. Yeah. You remember that one? Do you know I, I can't. About? I do, but I he's can't like, remember the he's detail. Like, what does he say? He's like, dogs are smart, right? And you can never do it justice with a, no. an Australian accent, but he's like, have you ever seen a dog step in a human shit? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like amazing. There you go. That's the line. Yeah. You, you're right in there. Here, Pete Smithson and the date. Have you ever seen a dog step in a human shit? In 135 years, someone will laugh. And be like, this cunt knows so that. He knew. He How could he predict this? Yeah. We still have the same problems. Yeah. Dog shitting. Yeah, well, that's it. If you want a good comedian, go and listen to Billy Connolly's back catalogue. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 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 So it's cool. worth thinking about. It's just an interesting thing. Like The, the story was cute. But yeah. I was blown away by the, as I said, the existential nature of what these guys wrote mm-hmm. and, and yeah. what would I have done. I don't think I'd have been anywhere near that clever. Yeah, I, yeah, it is fascinating. I, I guess it's just one of those things of like trying to contact people in the past or the future, thinking about how you can See, have... in the past you can because you know yeah. something about it. Well, they get to contact the, you. Yeah. You get to contact them. Yeah, but, it, but when you reverse it and you're trying to... Yeah, tell somebody in the future about you. 
I do, it always makes me wonder. I remember, you know, after a few years of on Facebook, I'm like, man, it's going to be so good in the future. You'll be able to go back and just read all this stuff. You and, can. Yeah. Have you? A few times, depending on the situations. Uh, like certain, I think there was one recently, like when I went through a breakup with my ex, Hannah. And I remember um, I had a friend who I was like, why don't I talk to this person anymore? We don't really talk anymore. And I was trying to work it out. Like, at what point did we stop kind of interacting on a regular basis? Mm. And so, I just opened up Facebook and went through our chat. I went, oh, that was the last well, time. And that- I didn't even need to really, like, read through all the messages. But no, I was just looking went. at the times of like, okay, there's like 2021, 2019, 2018, 2016. I'm like, so we send the old message and be like, hey, how are you? Yeah, good. You? Yeah, good. And that's it. But then, at what point were we like on a daily basis? Yeah. Chatting to one another. And yeah, it was just, it was interesting. Because I remember like during my relationship with this person, I was always friends with this person. And then afterward, maybe it was around that time. And it was just interesting going back and reading these messages. And too, mm. it's kind of cringy at times. I go back and look at the things that I was saying or the way that I would talk to people. Oh, yeah. In that don't, conversation, I'm like, oh my God. Don't read what you wrote 10 years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I can't imagine what I, you know, go back and read well, my honest gonna... thesis from 45 years yeah. ago. And you go, well, but that's not even like interpersonal No, I know. Messages. But I just go, really? I thought this was clever. Like, really? Yeah. I think, I wonder how often though you, you would ever live up to your future self. Because I feel like the older I get, the more I look back on whoever I was a year, five, ten. Usually, the further I look back, the more of a dickhead I was. So, I'm always thinking like, wow, the person who I will be in five to ten years is really going to look back and think I'm such a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wonder what and I can the, do. the irony is, you're the only one who will really know. I know, I know. Uh, I'm like, I wonder what I could do in the present to actually make my future self proud. Yeah, how to impress your future self. <laughs> and then I'm like... Probably nothing. Nothing now. <laughs> yeah, because if I have the wisdom to be able to do that in five yeah. years time, I'm going to go, yeah, no. you weren't that clever. Exactly. Yeah. Or you're switching. Oh my God, you were into this. I'm uh, so into this now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many plants did you end up selling? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this episode, guys. <laughs> yeah. Think about what you want to send the message to the future. I know. See ya. See ya. See ya.